0: mysterious zoom
1: lady i don't know why she was taking forever she's just being ridiculous okay welcome to drinking with authors the literary briefs as people who listen to us our professional producers get a hold of these episodes after so they have to deal with what we do during so yay thanks adam <laughs> thanks okay everyone um so this is the literary briefs edition i'm your host erica i totally forgot where it was i'm your host erica Lance. <laughs> you sure I'll didn't play? get one of them cherries are you no sure no. you need it's, a cherry okay i just want you to see how light this is in comparison to the last episode so all the pink in it was the moonshine so that gives you oh. an idea of
0: where i'm at right now okay um <laughs> my co-host today is valerie willis did we say and- share like and leave us a comment did we do that <laughs> wait we <laughs> one of us needs to start staying sober for this I was gonna say, <laughs> What happened? I, I you know I was gonna do you want to
1: try introducing our guest, Valerie. Do you want to try that?
0: And our guest is SK Kaba. Woo!
1: Woo! Okay, what Valerie was trying to say before she just used sounds again instead of words as discussed <laughs> on the previous episode was don't forget to like and subscribe. We we definitely want you to continue to follow our antics. So let's talk again about what we're drinking because the whole new episode, nobody knows. So in my Dragon Green Dragon pub glass, I love this glass. I got it in Virginia. It was in a place that did a whole Lord of the Rings vibe in the pub. It was pretty badass. <laughs> but um it is ooh it is um a cherry limeade, but I created the cherry part from moonshine cherries from the old Tennessee company and it has a little bit of Sprite and limeade. So it is basically ridiculously sweet moonshine, which is a terrible plan probably in the great scheme of life Val what are you drinking
0: Copa Berg premium cider mixed fruit tropical and I just finished it so <laughs> this, I'm <laughs> this episode is going to be a know, whole lot more fun I don't fun know how I'm rapid out. fire questions are going to go now but, uh, this, so, is gonna be, this,
1: this is going
0: to be a good one
2: by the way SK what are you drinking I am drinking Pacific Rim, Sweet Riesling. I love it, it's my favorite wine.
1: Ditto, I'm a huge fan. That and 19 Crimes, I like that one too. Yeah. Yes. Um, Okay, SK, first rapid fire question,
2: are you ready? Yes. What is your favorite
1: book of all time?
2: Of all time, The Giver. Oh, why? It was the first book, that I really got into. I mean, I was always a reader. Um, it, it was something about, I don't know. I, I, fantasy and dystopia is always my first love. And um, that was the first that was the first book that really spoke to me. I don't know why, I just did. And when I discovered, for years, I didn't know there were more books than just The Giver. And then I discovered that there were three more books written after that and I like lost my mind. <laughs> um, Very cool. It, I, um, is also Connor's favorite book.
1: I like it, integrated in the
2: story, well done. What is your least favorite book? <sighs> favorite book. I'm trying to remember if I read a book that I was like, this is awful. Um, the answer so- to that is yes. You just now have to remember <laughs> the title. <laughs> so it's it's not that it's my least favorite book so there's a here we go about dystopia and apocalypse stuff again right um so there is a story um called the passage and um it was actually it's actually a series fox did a did a show on it and that's what made me want to pick up the book uh, and so i started reading it it's it's a it's it's interesting, but it's a hard read because sometimes it's not, it doesn't get to where I needed to get to fast enough. Um, I got it. And it's four parts and I got through book one, I got through book two, it's three parts. Book three, I still can't get through it because I'm like, why, why is it so difficult? Can we just, can't you just I- get to like what happens? And so I've paused like halfway through it um, and I, I wanna love it. I want I wanna love it so bad. And I just can't. So um
1: uh I would say that you read books even if you don't like them, which disappoints me because I think it's a dream.
0: Disappointed her SK. It'll never be forgiven. We are do not finishers here. Here, Do not do not listen. I'm I'm trying (laughs) trying.
2: like it's still sitting by the side of my bed because I want to finish it I'm like I want to finish it okay you
1: gave them your money you don't have to do anything else like you I literally know. don't have to do anything I know, else. You I, know. Did
0: I need to just shelf it and let it go don't I <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the way I see it and is it's not necessarily that it it's bad writing or a bad story it's just that author the way they tell stories doesn't speak to me yeah, And I rather spend my time reading a story because I get very little reading time. So I defend it. And one of the ways to defend it is, okay, this story is, uh, sometimes I'll circle back and give it another try. Like maybe I'm just not in the mood for that genre and just didn't realize it. And that's happened before, Yeah, but I try to kind of cycle through. Yeah. Except
2: every single time I picked up this book, <laughs> I get through it. <laughs> No,
1: I just, oh, so I don't, I I don't think, and it, again, it's, there's some, okay, there's some I legitimately think are bad writing. I'm, I will never, you will never convince me that Fifty Shades of Grey is good writing. Like, nobody on the planet <laughs> will ever convince me that any of that shit is good writing. Because it, to me, it's, it's, blah, yeah right? Yeah, like, yeah. My that's husband, not my, good my writing that, came that came I just don't like. He it's, to me, not everything. good writing. Yeah, but so, there are some hype. stories that are good writing, but they just—I'm—I'm I'm not a, like I can't read historical romance for the most part because it's so fucking long <laughs> to get to wherever. No the fuck Jane Austen, like, no Emily no, Emily and
2: Charlotte Bronte.
1: No, no, no. Yeah. like I—I no. I get it. I totally get it. People love them, and I'm totally—I love the people that love them. Go team! It's your thing. But fuck, I was already off this train. It was moving slow enough, um, uh, you know, that I got off. I got off the train. I'm I'm good.
0: I'm um, more of a historical thriller person, like Elizabeth Costavas, the historian, where there's vampires really coming into play a little yeah. bit, or uh, James Clavell with the whole Shogun and the Taipan and and gaijin. I'm like, yes, people are dying. <laughs> That's more my jam. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, I can't. Okay. Next question. Next question. What is your favorite book to movie or TV show where you think they did the book, Very
2: Good Justice? Good question. Um, there is a book called, you're going to make me look it up. It's a story. It it takes place during the Nazi era. It's a little girl with books. Um, the diary van frank no (laughs) no it's uh i think it's called like the the book something the bookkeeper the bookworm oh what is the story called um i don't know i think you're just making up stuff i promise you i did the book thief the book thief i read the book first and i really loved it and it made me want to go watch the movie and i was like this is really well done (laughs) <laughs> oh, good no. That's now yeah, tell yeah. me That's...
1: the opposite where do you think they took a book and completely Destroy destroyed it me. with the movie or tv show
2: twilight really i thoroughly enjoyed reading twilight um the first movie okay
1: second movie uh Oh, I skipped the second one when I rewatched them. I go first, third, fourth, fifth.
2: Like. Okay, right, okay, so this yeah, the second one was like, what is this? Um, the fourth, it's, oh God, which one is it? It's either the third. The third book was, had parts of it that was from Jacob's perspective and Jacob is my favorite character. I am always beating Jacob. Um, there were parts of it that was from Jacob's perspective Okay. that they focus so much on the romance between edward and bella which is um that it just you you missed you missed why jacob was so amazing why there were so many team jacobs out there you know well
1: i think though as as somebody who's avidly rewatched these and it's I don't need so me and my best friend, every time we're together, watch all of these movies. My friend Brandy, call out Brandy. I know you're listening. We will <laughs> sit down every time. We get ridiculous desserts and we plow through all the movies. Like that's a thing we do. We put on our pajamas, we watch them, talk derogatorily about them the entire time <laughs> and many things, but we watch them. But I have to say, you know, from having a daughter who was the right age for those when the movie started coming out and she was a hundred percent team jacob and i think yeah there were layers to it i'm not saying you're wrong in your choice i'm just oh, saying no, there's okay. layers to it but having watched the right age for these children that this was written for right okay. i know there's a lot of twilight moms so to speak but um <laughs> I think that it did show that Jacob was the healthier choice. It really did. Because throughout the entire books, Jacob is the healthier choice. And she rewrote The Midnight Sun. And it made Jacob even more of a healthier choice. (laughs) You couldn't get any healthier.
0: Like, yeah. <laughs> so i in this game because I couldn't get through the books, and I've never watched the. Movie. Oh, I oh, I love
2: oh, so. And, and you might be right about that because I was in my twenties reading, you know, and I was like, because I listen, I love a good werewolf story anyway, um,
0: and I have a good vampire story, and I was like, okay, what was? A but he's sparkly, and that's fairies. My problem is I know too much about mythology, and I'm like, this is all wrong. But see, but see, okay, but okay. Okay
2: so oh here you're the not
1: having not, a fly Now you started
2: to right now even started to be out. It it wasn't like that in the books like I like how, like how they did it. It didn't it wasn't like that. It was more like it was it was more like shiny stone not sprinkles
0: See, and to, are
2: made of stone
1: well it was supposed to be rubies that's the other thing yeah. they made it like diamonds yes. and it's supposed to be rubies not this so.
2: rainbow colorful sparkly thing it was supposed to be like that so now it, I don't want to get in the middle just of proving this but so we're point not talking again. about the twilight movies anymore the rubies didn't work out as well as the books did I'm just saying just proving my point again. okay <laughs>
1: So what is your uh favorite oh, you um, cherry. um I I, cherry? I didn't say it. I didn't I noticed oh, but I didn't say it. I'm oh my like, god, they're gonna lose it in about three seconds. All right. <laughs> I have four of these bad boys. Don't make me eat another cherry, because that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> what's yeah. your favorite
2: weird food combination? Um when I was younger, I used to eat Chinese food rice and crunch up um, jalapeno chips in the rice and
0: eat it like that. I don't you know don't why. Like it. It really sounds like a good combo.
2: <laughs> so it's kind of like, it's like the crunchy aspect and, and it had to I be mean, hot. It had to be like potato. jalapeno it's, it's flavored rice. or something hot um in the rice and then i would crunch it up and like like that i know i
1: like it i like it i like it okay um uh then uh val you're not asking
0: any questions Uh, yeah usually you get mad at me when i ask questions uh if you could be any paranormal uh, mythological creature which one would you werewolf I
2: why?
0: thought about this several times. Why? There, well, she's thought about, she has prepared this, for this question her entire life. I so can tell the world I why. I have.
2: I, I really feel like I'd be a really good Luna, Luna Wolf. Yeah. I yeah. could see
1: that. I could see that. I think she'd be terrifying, but I can see that. But Okay. I, <laughs> so, um, what, is, what is one of your rational fears? Irrational fear? Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. my irrational fears or um, I suppose a rational one I was gonna say like you know I'm just I, I I am still afraid of I am still afraid of heights I don't mind getting on the plane I don't mind take off uh the landing is down. it
1: the heights or are you afraid of falling I'm afraid of falling I mean that's, I that's, had to come to that realization I wasn't actually afraid of being up in the air I was more afraid of the imminent landing that I wouldn't do well Oh,
2: I got an irrational one. I I'm afraid yeah. of being struck by lightning. And oh, well, see. Al lives
1: in Florida, so that could be a rational fear. Yeah, I mean, right, I'm right. in like the
2: New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area where we don't have like <laughs> lightning hit us every five seconds. But during a lightning storm, yeah. like I'm like like I'm like I'm not afraid of the thunder. I'm afraid of the light. Yeah. Well, the thunder's yeah. not going to hit you.
1: I mean, that's a completely yeah. rational fear. Being no. No,
0: the growing, lightning. Uh, Growing up, I would, during a thunderstorm, would be reading my book and lightning, because I had those old crank windows with a big metal frame and lightning yeah. would fucking pop the window behind me. No, and see? for five minutes. My dad finally cut down the pine tree because that's what was causing it. It would, it would arc in for the pine tree and then the metal would draw it down and it would pop my windows every damn time. Like I would be like uh,
2: walking somewhere and like lightning would start and I would
0: literally look around to make sure I wasn't the tallest thing. Like, I'm so- <laughs> All I can think about is in the great outdoors with John Candy. How many times have you been hit? Sixty-seven times.
2: Oh
1: my god, that's ridiculous.
0: I love that show. It's a good movie.
1: So you talked about wanting to write a werewolves and stuff. Is there a genre that you would love to attempt to write, but haven't?
0: Hmm.
2: Well, I I think what I'm doing now is the genre that I've, like this, I've never done a werewolf story before ever. And I love werewolf stories. And I feel like if I do a werewolf story and it sucks ass, I'm gonna be mad at myself. <laughs> so um I'm I'm really taking my time with this one and just kind of making sure that it's that it's right. Okay, but,
1: so if you get one bad review on the beginning, you can't be mad at yourself.
2: I know. You sound like my
0: mom.
1: <laughs> now right. I'm eating another cherry because
0: you said that <laughs> <laughs> to make you feel better, SK Kaba. You should go read uh, my my one star and two star reviews for Sleeping with Sasquatch because they get, uh, <laughs> because one of them goes, this is like reading a book about the other woman in a romance who's too horny and thinks only about sex. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's what the book's about.
1: Oh gosh. i don't think it's a like i i hate to say this but i almost feel like you don't get your uh once we draw this back cherry popped as an author Unless you have a one-star review.
0: I mean, go, go to your favorite book and look at those one-star reviews. Like a lot of authors I have who struggle with this. I said, go look at your favorite book of all time or your favorite author. Look at their one-star reviews. I'll go I'll go do that. Yeah, yeah, You're, yeah. I'll go go look at Twilight's
1: one-star reviews. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of them.
0: And it People will- either love Twilight or hate Twilight. Yeah, right. It, and it doesn't stop anyone from reading it. You know especially if they say something like like it was so unrealistic how his friends put in a craigslist ad but said nothing about the fact that he's sasquatch (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (laughs) i'm glad that part was realistic for you (laughs) you know
1: you you can't please them all my friends you can't please them all okay do you write reviews
2: sk i do um do you write I, reviews regardless or do you write only positive reviews? No, I, I write reviews regardless, but I do use constructive criticism, you know. um, I was, I wrote a, I, I read a really good book that was on, um yep, still in, in recording. Um, I wrote a really good book. A, a, i read a story that was on the that everyone gave a whole lot of praise. And I thought I hated it. I just hated the main characters. I loved everyone else in the book. Except for the characters, I felt like they were needy and awful and all this list. Anyway, so I did. I I wrote the review, honestly, in saying, you know, I you know, but I but I but I'm also listen in, in my you know other world. I'm a social worker. I'm a life skills coach. I do things from a strength perspective. I'm always encouraging. So. Um, I'm never gonna be like, this shit sucks, never write it again. That's never gonna be me. It's always gonna be like, I didn't like this and here's why, you know, maybe try this next time, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I had read another story that I really, it was so good. It it was actually the theme of how I ended up writing um, my story about the two men that found each other on a plane because I read a story about two men who, you know, met on a plane. And ended up falling in love. Um, But the proofreading was awful. It made me like, is my proofreading this awful? And so I didn't write on the page. I actually sent a message and I didn't do it anonymously. I sent a message and said, I really, really like the story. I love the theme of it. I think the 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 characters have so much depth to it. Um, But the proofreading is really bad. (laughs) And you know, and you really need to expand as we talked about earlier, this, the world that they're in, you know, because I have a hard time when people write stories that are like, you know, they just start a conversation and I'm like, okay, but where are they? Are they in a car? Are they in a house? Are they on the street? Like, are they sitting on chairs? Like it, like build, set the scene for me a little bit. Don't just tell me that they started this conversation. Is it nighttime? Is it daytime? Is it like, tell me something about this about the scene and so I kind of wrote that um he never responded to me but the next couple of chapters were up. so um that's, that's always
0: good so time. they
2: took
1: what I refer to as the Amazon approach which Amazon never admits fault in anything they instead fix it they just fix it and then go there wasn't an issue what are you talking about even if you send them screenshots they're like what do you mean it's fine look it's fine. look at this look, it's now. fine it's fine yeah yeah. They literally take no responsibility for anything. I think it's hysterical. Okay. Um what is something that is uh your like Achilles heel as a writer like that you go facts. damn it every time you write like your yeah. editor gets a hold of it and goes stop having everyone shrug." like so yeah. what do you do in so, your manuscripts
2: so my so so the first um editor that went through four horsemen pointed out that I write leaned a lot he leaned here he leaned there and I'm like no I don't don't you know I went back and read through bittersweet Irish cream and even like you know Charlie and and Chris's story the the, it's called the ranger and the dragon tamer and I'm like damn it I really do say leaned a lot (laughs) it was so bad that I literally went and redid bittersweet Irish cream the first couple of chapters and resubmitted it back to Literatica as like edits. <laughs> just so I could take out all the dangle and
0: leave. Like <laughs> It's crazy. I love that. You don't realize you do it. And sometimes it does. It takes an editor to be like, um, <laughs> can you stop using it? Yeah, this? but you know how
2: it's like, you know, he leaned into my neck and he leaned over and
0: you
1: know any, any drugs, and he any nods and he winks, and
0: any winks any bites and he his legs yeah, he, he glared he glared was my last <laughs> one recently
1: yeah uh, no she stopped doing another one and started doing a whole new one that's what val yeah, does every book yeah, she does a whole he, different problem a different
0: crutch every time <laughs> like i fix one problem and i only create a new problem <laughs> she's and then, like they're uh, not uh,
1: nodding anymore instead their eyebrows all raise all the
2: time
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: i'm like weirdest facial friend, gestures
1: for no reason
0: our other friend has a habit that all the secondary characters start with the same letter oh, no. Jim, john no
1: no 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 don't do it don't do it <laughs> oh i i played in a role-playing game with her running it and I'm like, I actually don't know what's going on after we ran into so many like non-player characters because I'm like, they all have, I don't know who we're talking to anymore. Like, they all have I'm going to call them all John because I have no idea what's <laughs> happening. I don't care what their gender is. I'm calling them John. Moving on because it's very confusing. Okay.
2: What do you think you do incredibly well? What are you super proud of? Um, I give my characters depth. I give them back so I can tell you I'm not kidding I can tell you the backstory of every single character including the minor characters like I really create their entire family history and what their personalities and what they love to do and um and because of that I can they flow into each other you know really well because you know Afia is this way at all times no matter if she's in story or ethan's story or connor's story. like she's the same way throughout so and that's because of her upbringing which i know <laughs> i love that what about um what
1: is your favorite fan moment and then val you're going to get the final question so better not be dumb um so what is your favorite thing fa- i have to tell her this she comes up with some weird dumb <laughs> questions sometimes just kidding i love that um what is so what is your favorite fan moment that you've had Um, with this new series. No, just um, period.
2: What is your favorite fan moment? Oh, absolutely. Hands down when I did the first part of of Bittersweet Irish Cream. And at the end of it, I was just like, you know, Hey, you know, I do have a little bit more, but you know, only if like you guys really want to hear it. And then I just got comments, like 20 comments. and like, what do you mean? Put more out there. We need to see this. We need to see more. We need to see, we need to hear more. We need more Jack's story. you know, and then someone else had kind of wrote, now you see all these comments, which means that you have to put it up here. And I was like, it just, it was like, oh my God. Like people really, really love my work, you know? And I was like, that was amazing. But how can I forget the most recent one was I put a story out there. See, so here's what happened again, right? It was one little itty bitty line from Jack's story about the roommates in Rockville, two older men who share a house together, and I ended up writing a full story set in 1981 when they first met. Um, and I put it on Rodica as you know, you know, summer loving contest. Just throwing it out there, and it fucking won. Like I got paid. I, I won like first prize for this. There are over 50,000 people read it. Over you know, um, 300 likes. And, you know, all these comments about how, like, this story is amazing. And it shocked me because, you know, here's the thing about my stories. Yes, can I go like full, you know, porn porn on paper? Sure, I can definitely do that. But for the most part, they're actually stories. There's a story of, you know, behind it. And so this story wasn't a whole lot of like sex. It was just, you know, the story, and it had a couple of sex scenes here and there. Um, so I didn't, I thought people would like it. I didn't think it was going to fucking win. Like it shocked me. So thank you, little Literotica fans, everyone who liked that story and voted on it. And I, it humbled me so much. It was like, oh my gosh, like people really like my work, you know? Like I'm putting work out there that is celebrated, you know? And I think, um. And I got a couple of comments, you know, after that, It just about it, yeah. so that was that was the most recent one that was just so just it was really humbling to just kind of know, like, oh wow. like it was like, oh, i'm I'm a writer, not when Connor's story was published, right? Yeah. But yeah. I threw a free story out there with no expectations at all.
0: and people gravitated towards Read it, it without ex- yeah, that's a good feeling. It's it was great feeling.
1: And yeah. it, it's definitely, it's little moments that I think for all of us that we go, wow, yes, they're fans and they're listening and they want more. They want more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, pal. All right. As writers, most of us have sort of what I call a writing ritual where we sit down and we have to like do certain things. Like Anne Rice talks about having a cup of coffee and multiple copies of her favorite pajamas that she would sit and wear and write mm-hmm. with. Uh, And of course, these guys know that half the time, you know, I'm going to be writing if I have chocolate milk and a Slim Jim and music jamming. (laughs) By the way, we do not
1: endorse this snack choice. (laughs) 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 With Doritos, sometimes. Oh my God. (laughs) Can you imagine chocolate milk, Slim Jim and Doritos? This is like... What, what uh, did you ask me? The weird
2: combination earlier? That
1: that.
0: <laughs> That's where this the came worst from. part of, okay. it's not That's weird for que- Val. The this is ask that question now, because Val has many many combos that are questionable. <laughs> <laughs> um So what is
2: your writing ritual? Is my what is my the, the my regular one or my weird one? Is I have two. So let's share. We both. No, okay no. so the regular regular one like if I'm like okay I have to write I'm, I need to like sit down and write um I will I'll actually have something something has to go on in the so I don't know I, I have like undiagnosed ADHD something has to like the tv has to go on in the background um and I just need to it has to be like early in the morning so um so what happens is sometimes my best writing time is probably like like four in the morning. Like if I wake up like four or five in the morning, I'll take my laptop downstairs. Uh, sometimes I like just have something in, and, and it's on mute. I should mention that. So it's on mute, just going in the background. And then I just like focus and I will sit there from like four to like 7 a.m. And I'll knock out 3,000 words, like seriously, just like that. Um, and that's usually the best, time that's usually the best time for me um my weird ritual I must be a little little tipsy I take I'm gonna show you and you guys are gonna say, I take I take my laptop I have to I'm not kidding I have to lay like upside down and then I have my laptop like on my lap like this and then I type
0: make upside down. I like how she's <laughs> giving us a demonstration. This is this is how the magic happens, people. That's how the magic yeah. happens. That's how yeah. the magic happens.
2: Yeah, yeah, so sometimes have- I will lay on the floor with my feet on the bed. So like my back is on the floor, my feet is on the bed and my laptop's on my lap and I will write like that. And in one of my, um, the story, the A Plain and simple Connection that I, that I don't have out yet, That's how Rian writes too, because Rian is a writer, and um, that's how he writes too. Because someone had to know, someone had to see this. Like, am I the only one that writes upside down? I don't know, but yeah, Rian does too.
1: I think I think that's great. Every one of us has a way that we have to do stuff. Even if we're really really flexible and can write anywhere, you still have certain things that kind of have to be in place. Yeah, I've discovered I don't care if I'm on a laptop, I have to have an actual mouse. Yes. Like oh, I cannot
0: I, I cannot do it. I, I that. can't.
1: I like I can't. I don't,
2: yeah, I don't like the fingers thing. I don't I don't like the finger thing either. Yeah, I mean, no,
1: if I I will literally like be almost thrown out of the thing because I'm like
2: my finger is like
1: <laughs> my my finger is getting numb. It's too much work. Yeah. I need to it. yeah, it. no, it's no, I can't do that. Okay. We have to wrap it up. Okay, shameless self-promotion time, SK. Tell people where and what to find.
2: So the Hidden Love series is out. Um, Book one is Hidden Love. Um, Book two is Not So Hidden. And book three, uh, as soon as I find my phone, and I can show you the picture because that's the only way that I have it right now uh
0: we'll put links too so that's a yes video.
2: please put links in there for book three there you are here you are signs of affection Ooh. um signs of affection comes out december 30th the other two books are on amazon and goodreads and barnes and nobles and wherever books are sold um and then signs of affection comes out on december 30th And I'm so excited about this because I really did leave everyone in the lurch at the end of book two. I keep getting calls and emails and phone calls and Connor's going to jail and I don't answer them because you have to read book three to find out.
1: (laughs) And now you have to read book two to find out why the hell Connor Maye go to jail.
2: Exactly. And then you have to read book one to find out who the hell is Connor. Yes, exactly.
0: Exactly.
2: (laughs) Okay, you have been
1: so thoroughly amazing. I'm so glad you came on this podcast with us.
2: Thank you. I'm so excited to review it and share it. Oh, uh, shameless plug. Please follow me on Instagram. I need followers. Follow me and email me at skkabah at gmail.com and follow me at sk underscore underscore author on IG and get exclusive exclusivity to my work i think i'm drinking a little too much too what are you guys doing
1: first of all i've eaten all the cherries that's an impossibility (laughs) hashtag winning over here um but you've been brilliant absolutely follow get on your newsletter i think it's amazing my amazing co-host today who did very
0: well did good yes i got (laughs) let this go on the record books i got a golden star today Wait, where's that can i do a reaction where's a little heart button good yeah. job oh <laughs> i didn't even know there's buttons for that yeah i didn't
1: say it was gold gold star worthy that's not what i said at all ah, you did it. <laughs> and you ruined it within three seconds of me even trying to compliment you so well done with that as per usual okay So this has been Drinking with Authors, the Literary Briefs, Drunk Edition. Um, (laughs) I've been your host, Erica Lance. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and please leave us a review. We would love to hear what you think. And we'll catch you next time.
0: Bye. Bye, guys. Attention, people of Earth. Looking for a way to kill half an hour every week?
1: Try the Flopcast. It's a silly podcast about cartoons, music, comics, movies, obscure pop culture from the 70s and 80s, and chickens.
0: Join us. Bring coffee.
1: We're on the ESO Network.
0: And we're at Flopcast.net. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon, or by shopping for the Tee Public store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.